to After Hours at Capital HQ. This is episode two. And just so you know, there will be no other episode that rhymes better than episode two at Capital HQ. So anyway, or 22, 32. I'm, you know, I'm 32 podcasts, man. If I get that far out, I probably will. I'm not sure how long that'll take. But anyway... Hope everybody's week went well. Last week on the podcast was a little bit of an introduction to who I am and what this podcast, After Hours Capital HQ, is going to be all about. Now, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that first episode, please go ahead, pause this episode, head on over there, listen to that one. Because it's a little bit of a background of, you know, like I said, who I am and uh, what I want this podcast to be all about. So today, I mean, as you all know, or if you don't, but I am an NASM. You know what? I'll probably just say NASM. Um, NASM, Certified Personal Trainer. So naturally, I want to talk to you guys a lot about fitness, but also health and wellness, also a little bit of motivation, and then bunch of random stuff in the middle of that. So today we are going to focus on um, a fitness topic. Now there's always been this back and forth type thought process. And (laughs) the moment I say the word, there's going to be some sort of reaction out of you. And we are going to talk about cardio. Now you may have said, Ugh, I hate cardio. Or, cool, what are we going to talk about? So there are some that love it, some that hate it, some that don't mind it but don't do it. And then there's everybody else that just has really no uh, sort of feelings towards it anyway or in, in, in any way. So uh, cardio, if, if you don't know, it's short for cardiovascular workout. So a cardiovascular workout works out the heart. And before I jump into this, you are going to learn very quickly that I love analogies because I feel like analogies put it in such a layman's term that you and everybody else can get it. And that is what I'm going to do. So cardio, let's jump into this. Uh, There's many, many forms of cardio. There's running on the treadmill endlessly sometimes. Uh, the elliptical, a bike, spin class, boot camp classes, uh, battle ropes, jump ropes, boxing. And I'm not talking about like boxing to beat someone up. I'm talking about like cardio boxing, where you're trying to touch that heavy bag as many times as you can, or just sparring with someone that's going to get the heart rate up. But there's also another, well, not another. I mean, I just named like seven. There is a form of cardio that I feel like a lot of people overlook and don't realize, and that is weightlifting with short rest periods. Now, I don't know how many people do this, but I incorporate this uh, significant amount in my workouts. Um, The way I plan my workouts is I try to change it up weekly. Uh, So one week I'm focusing on, you know, normal rest periods, 30 seconds to a minute. 
Some weeks I'm focusing on very short rest periods, 10 to 15 seconds. And what that does, uh, seeing how we're talking about cardio, I'm going to talk about the 10 to 15 second rest period. So you're going into your workout and you're weightlifting. You're getting a weight that's probably, I want to say, maybe 70%, 70 to 85% of your one rep max. A one rep max means you can do, um, or, or the heaviest weight you can do for one rep. Now, if you don't know how to do that, you can kind of gauge it um, just by testing it out. I mean, it's not like you look at barbells and like, yeah, I can lift 225 for one rep on chest press. That's going to be my one rep max. Don't do that. Really, be honest with yourself because that's going to help you structure your plans a lot better. So when it comes to a cardio-based weightlifting workout, that 10 to 15 seconds, it's going to allow you to, you know, get a couple of breaths in, kind of keep your breathing in control, but then it gets you right back into it. And we're focusing on, you want to focus at this type of workout, 12 reps, 12 to 15 reps. Obviously, that is all up to you. However, if you're lifting anywhere from like maybe even 10, I mean, eight to 10 reps or below, your rest period should not be 10 to 15 seconds. They should be more so like one minute, one a minute and a half. So what we're talking about 10, 15 second rest periods is rep ranges that are higher, but not so light where you're like, cool, I just did 15 reps. Let me chill. Okay. I'm going to go do 15 reps. Okay. Let me chill. No, no, it's you're exerting a, a, um, amount of energy lifting those 10 to 15, well, 15 reps, I should say. So for example, um, arms, right? I say uh, arms, sometimes I say arm, not arms. Anyway, um, an arm workout. Say you're doing a bicep curl with whatever, a bar, a dumbbell, a barbell, cable, low cable curl, whatever you want to do but say you're doing that right and you know that when you're lifting dumbbells you might be able to do one rep and now it doesn't it has to be clean like you can't go swinging the weight up because that's just you're not you're not seeing really truly what your one rep is one rep max needs to happen in a perfect form essentially you want to have correct form so doing an arm workout, you grab a 60 pound dumbbell and you curl it. And you're like, okay, that was smooth. Might be able to get two out. You know what? If you can get two out, that's probably your one rep max because, you know, um, at 60 pounds, maybe you can do 62. You know what I mean? Like at that point, you're, you're, um, I feel like you're pinching pennies. Um, probably not the right <laughs> worth or, or a thing to use right there, but whatever saying to use right there. But I, I feel like, you know, it's your hair off of where you need to be. So you curl that dumbbell for 60 pounds once you're like, cool. Now going into this cardio based workout, 10 to 15 reps should most likely, uh, if not, it should be. So you can continue to build that muscle, create new uh, muscle fiber growth and, and grow stronger, quicker, you know, larger, build more lean muscle, uh, should be around 80% of that. 
So you're saying, okay, so 60 pounds, 80% of that is 48, 48 pounds. Now you're looking at the dumbbells and you're saying, well, I only see a 45 or a 50. Okay. Well, there's two options. You can really grind out 15 on a 50 because you're not too far off. You're two pounds off. Or you can go lower and just do higher reps, do 20 reps, right? I always suggest if you're looking at a weight rack and say, because it really does. Sometimes you get into like two and a half pound increments in your own like uh, personal weightlifting program. So you're looking at it and you say, okay, I need to lift a 48 pound dumbbell. Once again, I just said there's a 45 and a 50. Go for the 50. Push yourself, right? Don't push yourself to injury, but push yourself because that's, that's that comfort zone. That's where you're not going to be building any sort of growth. If you're like, oh, well, I'm supposed to be lifting 48. I'm going to go for the 45 and just, you know, I'm really going to, no, go for the 50. Really push yourself to get out of that comfort zone because guess what? In a month, you're going to test your one rep max again, and that 60 might be able to go up for three. Now you're saying to yourself, okay, well, I might have been able to get a 65-pound dumbbell. You know what I mean? It just progresses a lot better. So push yourself. So back to the example. You just found out where you need to be. 80% of your one rep max, if you lift that in high, I mean, that's, that's fairly decent. I obviously on some workouts it's going to be a little bit less in the percentage wise like legs if you can squat you know 185 for one rep you know going 80 percent for 15 reps i don't i don't know if that's i don't want to say safe but i think that's kind of um getting out there let me grab my calculator here and see uh what did i say 185 185 times 80 percent yes that's like doing 148 for 15 reps what was that 40 pound difference i mean that's that's not bad you might be able to uh, but don't injure yourself so at this point you might be able to go lower maybe like a 75 percent because if you do 75 percent that's 138 right and what did i say the other one was 148 138 and a three quarters so 139 once again, here, here's where you're going to get into that, uh, that, that increment. We have 148. So 138, 148. So, you know, you, you want to go to the lower edge on, on certain workouts so you don't injure yourself. Because the point here is to do those 15 to 20 reps, but now um, focus on correct form. You know, you don't want to be swinging. You don't want to be, you know, arching your back, doing whatever. So. That is one form of cardio that I think a lot of people overlook. A short, short rest period, but lifting 80% of your one rep max for 15 to 20 reps, boy, I'll tell you, that's going to get your heart rate going. That's going to get your muscle growth going. You're going to fatigue quicker because now you're incorporating two energy pathways. You know, your cardiovascular and oxygen, your body's craving oxygen because your heart's going, but now your muscles are craving that oxygen too, so you're, it's, it's, your body's trying to push it out. It's already past one energy cell because immediately your body goes to what's stored in your muscle. And then after that, it needs to get its energy from oxygen. So at this point in time, you'll probably feel a little bit of lactic acid buildup. Um, 
this is going to be a whole nother podcast and it's about supplementation. So don't worry about that right now. But point was, you're going to build some good uh, cardiovascular endurance. So now let's go back to those traditional forms, running on a treadmill, elliptical, bike. Those are fantastic forms uh, of cardio. People find it boring and I get it. And that's why they think, oh, cardio, I got to go run on a treadmill for 20 minutes. Yeah, you know, but do what you feel comfortable with. If doing the weightlifting short rest periods is more comfortable for you than running on a treadmill, go that route. If running on a treadmill is fine for you, go that route. You just have to find a form of cardio that works for you. And this is, this is crucial for any goal. No more goal than, than weight loss, but if you're trying to build muscle, your cardio shouldn't be, I'm going to go run on the treadmill for 50 minutes. Your cardio should be, I'm going to go do, like I said, a weightlifting with shorter rest periods. Or if you want to preserve some of your strength and do lower rep ranges, you could do that too. And then um, go ahead and focus on that. Yes. Sorry. If if this if there's an awkward pause pause at this moment, my phone was ringing and I wasn't sure if it was something important, so I had to pick it up. But anyway, back to the topic here at hand. Um, I I um, fifty minutes on a treadmill is not good for someone trying to build muscle. Uh, the the shorter rest periods would be best for you or some battle ropes in between, 30 seconds on, take a quick breather, go back to it. Um, that's called high intensity interval training. So HIIT training is ideal for those trying to um, build lean muscle, but still kind of stay in shape where you can see your abs poking out. Or you go the other route and those trying to lose weight, you wanna mix in a little bit. You can do low intensity steady state, like what they call it, LIS, like cardio on, on a treadmill or an elliptical or a bike. Or you could go hit where you're doing 30 seconds at max effort, 30 seconds of a medium paced effort, and then back to 30 seconds of a max effort and back to, and you do that for 12 minutes. Um, it's going to be intense. And that was one of the things that I fell back on when I was, um, prepping for a show. My cardio, uh, my, my metabolism is through the roof. So it's not through the roof. I shouldn't exaggerate like that. My metabolism, it is pretty quick. So I can lose weight very easily. And everyone's going to sit there and be like, oh, wow, lucky you. <laughs> well, not if your goal is trying to put on size, it's not lucky me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I could look at you and be like, oh, you know, that's, it's so good that you can you can gain weight so easily. I wish I could do that. Now I don't because you know I wanna I wanna be able to I do obviously if I could gain weight easily, I would hope it'd be clean weight. Um, but anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent here. So I I, I can lose weight pretty easily. Um, and when I was prepping for a show, I did 12 minutes of hit cardio. I'd be on the elliptical and I'd I'd be running real hard on the elliptical, which I don't even know if you're supposed to do hit on the elliptical because you might, you really might break those arms off off the machine because you're running at your hardest. Um, but did 
I actually, I really think it was 40 seconds max effort, 20 seconds of just slow pace. And that was brutal. Uh, I, I didn't count minutes. I counted rounds. After I did the 40 seconds, I said, okay, that's round one. And then, because if you count minutes, you're going to go, oh my God, I got to do this for 11 more minutes. That sounds a lot worse than 11 more rounds because rounds sound so quick, right? Rather than minutes. Minutes seem so long. Um, I mean, life flies by, so minutes shouldn't feel long. Um, but yeah, so if you're trying to build muscle, there's cardio programs or cardio workouts that you can follow. And it's going to be actually very crucial for anybody to do cardio. I know you hate it. You don't have to do it every day. But if you incorporate it two, three times a week in certain forms, you're going to feel a lot better. You might feel more energized. Um, I'm going to get into the benefits in just a little bit here. So I'm not going to dive too deep into what I was just going to say. But um, focus on hit cardio. You know, Do some ropes, three rounds. I mean, that's better than zero. Um, do, you know, like I said, maybe even five, five rounds of, uh, hit cardio or sprinting for 40 seconds and resting for 20, not resting, but going at a slower pace for 20, sprinting for 40, so on and so forth. Now I will, this is a little bit of a, not a disclaimer, but uh, you know, don't start off with 40 seconds of full maximal effort. Start at 20 seconds and do 40 seconds of slow. 20 seconds, 40 seconds of slow. And then next time you do it, go 30 seconds or 25 seconds and build yourself up because um, you don't want to get injured here. And, you know, if, if there is a, um, I would say if there is a need to lose a mass amount of weight in a small period of time, um, well, <laughs> you know, there's the age old adage, Rome wasn't built in a day. And if you're putting your body through an, a hard stress that it's never been in, what do you think is going to happen when you're like, cool, I haven't touched a treadmill in a year. I need to lose 20 pounds by spring break. Uh, spring break is in a, two weeks. Let me go on the treadmill and I'm just going to sprint my ass off. Well, don't do that because guess what? Your legs aren't prepared for that. Your heart certainly isn't prepared for that. You know, we want to make sure that you're doing this safely. And that's, that's just really, that's, it sucks. I know, but it's a process. Um, so definitely focus on that. Now flip the switch. Those trying to lose weight. Um, well, anything that I just mentioned, uh, mentioned is going to be ideal or good for you. I mean, it doesn't matter. You, you're not like, Hey, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go do, do any cardio you want. Really, there's nothing wrong. Like, you could go walk on a treadmill for 50 minutes. Is that going to burn weight? Now, oh, my God. So I just brought up, like, a rabbit hole. I'm falling into a rabbit hole because this topic has so many different little avenues that you can go down, and it's so annoying. There's going to be someone that says, but I heard that if you do low intensity, you're staying in your fat-burning zone. Well. Yes, um, you are going to stay in your fat burning zone because your heart rate zones, there's like zone one, zone two, three, so on and so forth. It goes to your maximal heart rate. So the quickest way to find that, and it's not the best way, but it really is, 
you do 220 minus your age. The number 220 minus your age, and that should be your maximal heart rate. So when you're in your top zone, you should be around that. So for example, if you're 20 years old, your heart rate could be 200 beats per minute. I don't suggest hitting maximal heart rate often. Um, this really puts a lot of strain on the body. But I do, if you do get there, you know, make sure you give yourself a proper cool down. That way you can get your heart back to its normal beating and it's just going to allow um, your, your body and your system to function ideally. So, yes, low intensity, steady state does keep your body in a fat burning zone. But let's, let's go through this situation. So, for 50 minutes, Betty Sue, last week I said that Susie Q hated cardio. Well, I got Betty Sue, her sister, <laughs> to love cardio. So now Betty Sue's on that treadmill. She's walking for 50 minutes. She's staying in her fat-burning zone. And boy almighty, she burned 100 calories. And you're like, great. Good for you, Betty Sue. And those 100 calories came from fat. Mmm. Okay. Okay. Cool. So now let's put Betty Sue into a hit workout, 15 minutes. In 15 minutes, Betty Sue burned 150 calories. And you're going to sit there and be like, wait, but she didn't stay in her fat burning zone. No, Betty Sue did not, but she burned more calories overall. So now I think they said there's a percentage, right, of calories. Um, I forget the exact percentage, and it might have just been an example. So now, at, at any stage, say 60% of calories come from, 60% um, of calories come from carbs being burned off, and 40% come from fats. Example one, Betty Sue, 50 minutes, 100 calories. 40% of those are fat, so 40 calories came from fat, 60 calories came from carbs. Bravo. It might be flipped, by the way. Bravo. Betty Sue, you killed it. But now, Betty Sue is going to get thrown on that treadmill or wherever for a hit cardio workout. She burned 150 calories. Now, what is 40 of 150? I'll give you a minute. 40% of 150 is 60 calories from fat. And 90 calories from carbs. She burned more calories overall, but now she burned 20 more calories from fat just by doing that, but she didn't stay in her fat burning zone. So there you go. It's not a myth. Yes, you burn fat in certain zones, but it isn't something to strive for because you burn more fat overall by doing uh, high intensity. So now, let's um, continue on. So cardio, I mean, that's just the basis of it. And that's, and I, that's what I was trying to do is apply it to both goals here. And you may say, well, I'm just trying to maintain. Well, that is a goal because some people look in the mirror and they're like, I like where I look. I don't wanna get big. I don't wanna get small. I don't want to get anything. I just want to 
I'm sorry, my cat just kicked my computer screen. <laughs> it's a touch screen and he's causing all havoc right now. He just, he enlarged the whole window to be full screen. Oh God, I got to make sure it's the story. Stop. No ways. Damn it. Oh God. Oh my God. He's kicking everything. Oh, I got to get him away. He's too cute. He doesn't know what he's doing. Anyway, so <laughs> cardio can be applied to both goals. Yeah, if you want to maintain, um, really there is no wrong cardio workout for you as well. I'd say switch it up just to keep it interesting and um, kind of put your body under different stress. You know, it's called eustress. That's positive stress on the body um, instead of de-stress, which is horrible stress on the body. Um, So yeah, let's get into benefits now. Benefits of cardio. Well, here's where the analogies come in. So your heart is the, no pun intended, lifeblood of your body. Without a heart, you do not live. So you sit there and you say, wait, I'm, okay, let, let's, let, let me throw the analogy out there. You get a car, right? And you're driving it, driving it. And so you just picked up this fresh new car from the parking lot. You know, the car dealership, it's brand new, 40 miles on it. Great. You're driving it, driving it. You know, whatever year comes around and 6,000 miles you hit, you have synthetic so you can get that far. And then you're like, cool. And you just stop putting oil on your car and you stop taking care of your car. What is going to happen to that said car? It's going to break down and it's going to not work. So if you give your car an oil change and put gas in it and make sure the engine's running correctly, why don't you wanna do that with your own body's engine, AKA the heart? Why don't you want to treat it well? Why don't you want to work it out and make sure that it's working properly? I mean, really, it, it sounds so simple when I say it that way, but really that's, that's what it is. Cardiovascular workout is making sure the ticker in that body is working properly so it can pump more blood out to the muscle. When you're walking upstairs, you're not huffing and puffing. And folks, I know there's some of you out there, but um, everything just, I was going to say, I know there's some of you out there that uh, are going to disagree with me, but you can't. You can't disagree with facts. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of cardio. However, I've challenged myself to do battle ropes because I have access to, to those every workout. I might just do three rounds and then on Sundays or whatever, my active rest day, you know, I might do a little bit more, but I'm doing it daily because I see the benefit. Oh, well, that's the other thing too. If you're trying to put on size, when, you, when you're doing cardio, your body's gonna crave more food. So if you want to eat more, fantastic, because now your body's saying, great, let's eat more. You know what I mean? So that's going to help you get in more, more meals in the day. Okay, so back to the benefits. Um, I mean, does, are there any more benefits other than it pumps blood to your body <laughs> and it allows you to function correctly? I mean, that's, that's it. But no, cardiovascular benefits, I mean, it's... It's your overall well-being will change. You won't feel as sluggish. And 
any form of cardio is better than no form. If you don't want to go do HIIT training because it sounds too intense, don't do it. That's fine. If you do want to do HIIT training, go for it. Just start slow. Don't, don't be like, well, I saw my favorite Instagram influencer doing 40 seconds on and 20 seconds off and look at her or look at him. Oh, oh God, that's, that's, there's so many topics I need to talk about, but that's a whole nother topic because those Instagram influencers, I'm telling you, they might not be doing it much longer than the video. Just telling you that right now. I mean, you got to look good on video, right? You got to keep your fans and followers, you know, letting them know that you're an elite superstar. So let me show you do me doing a portion of my workout, you know, at max effort. And then after that, I, I don't do it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that. I don't mean to sound so pessimistic, but I feel like people uh, just get a very bad image about themselves because of social media. Social media is not the devil. Uh, it's a very good networking tool. And it's also a very good, you know, um, just communication tool. You know, you can keep in touch with a lot of people, talk to a lot of people. So, um, yeah, cardio. You might hate it, but seriously, start loving it loving to hate it. You know what I mean? Like you go in there and you're like, I hate you so much cardio, but I'm going to do it to show you up. And uh, also another form of um, cardio is like basketball, soccer, playing sports, you know, things like that. You know, you, you can do it that way too. Swimming, crazy cardio. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really it. I mean, there's not much more to talk about other than that, but Start incorporating it, and I guarantee, if not after you know a week of doing it, after a month, you're going to see so much difference. Feel free to take a picture of yourself every week to see the physical differences, or write in a journal to note the mental differences, because there's going to be a lot. And uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Ah, <sighs> man. So I'd like to also challenge everybody to. Do something this week that's out of your comfort zone. If you are, you know, at a, an office and you're interested in talking to a coworker more than just at work, jump into it. Go do it. Go do that. You know, don't be afraid because guess what? Those nerves, if you walked up to, you know, whoever, a guy, a girl, and said, hey, we should go catch dinner sometime. And they're like, oh, thank you. I'm flattered, but I'm seeing someone. Or, yeah, I'll let you know. You could walk back to your desk and be like, okay, I got rejected. But I did it. I never would have done that a week ago. And then you're going to sit at your desk, and guess what's going to happen? One day, you're going to see someone else walk by at the post office, or you're going to be shopping, or say you, you work in sales and you go up to a client and you know, they're, you're hitting it off with their secretary. You're going to feel confident to be like, hey, you know, we, should go, we should go catch a drink. And then they'll be like, yeah, sounds great. Boom. You just changed your life. Pretty sure. For good or bad, I don't know. But you changed your life. Um, so that's my challenges to everybody this week. There's seven days in a week. And just in case you didn't know or have never looked at a calendar, there's seven days in a week. So that gives you seven days to do one thing that's outside of your comfort zone. For me, I don't know what that's going to be yet. I think outside of my comfort zone is um, not necessarily doing a podcast because it's not, but it kind of is. 
you know, someone, someone asked me if I was going to, um, like, Oh, you gonna, gonna let your mom know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I am eventually just because, you know, I don't know. There's no reason to not tell people. So that's, that's my comfort zone. I'm a very, I, I think I, well, I did, I told you this last week. I'm just a very, I don't know. I'm not closed person, but I just do things. And then I wonder why no one, no one knows about it because I don't tell them. So anyway, that might be outside of my comfort zone. Maybe I'll tell more people about the podcast. That's a good one, Matt. Thank you. I thought so too. Um, but anyway, that is this week's show. I'm going to wrap it up because really short and sweet cardio. You might hate it. Cardi. No, no. Okay. Um, but it's ideal. Just think of that little guy inside. There's another thing you can think of, right? Think of, think of like, you know, those like, um, sci-fi movies. In fact, I think it was men in black, right? There was that large, like six foot googly looking guy and inside him, because he's, he's an alien inside him was that small little alien and he was running the whole body. Think of that small little alien as your heart. You know, it's sitting in there and it's telling, okay, throw blood to the legs, throw blood to this muscle. Hey, we're working out this muscle, throw more blood. Hey, let's just keep the body pumping. Got to get oxygen in. By the way, your body takes deoxygenate, your heart takes the deoxygenated, (laughs) wow, I butchered that word, the deoxygenated blood from the body, throws it into the lungs. The lungs, it then pumps it back out into the heart and then the heart pumps it into your body. So there's a lot of things going on in that little heart of yours and it's doing a lot. And neither, you know, uh, I don't think this is going to be a topic, but um, the truth of people die of a broken heart is true, you know, because if it's not beaten correctly, and it's not doing what it should be doing. You know, eventually there's going to be some irregularities with it and could cause complications. And I don't want that for anybody. I really don't. I might not like you because you've wronged me in the past, but I would never wish for you to have a heart that didn't work. So there's that. But um, yeah, cardio. Try it out this week. Might not have to be two to three times. Just... um, Maybe try out that short rest period workout. Remember, stick to um, lower lower weight, but not too low. 80%. If it's something that's, you know, could put a lot of strain on the body, if you can lose form quickly at 15 reps, you want to stick to like the 70% rep range. So um, like I said, legs, you know, if you, if you have a lot of weight on your shoulders and you're only able to lift 185 for one rep, you might not want to be doing 150 for 15 reps. You know, that might put a little bit of strain, ruin your form. So you can go a little bit lower there, but, um, or, you know, jump on a treadmill, do some, uh, do some hit cardio and don't worry about that fat burning zone. Worry about overall calories burned because, uh, you'll burn a lot more fat or calories from fat that way. So I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Um, episode two, I don't know what I'm going to title it, but this is episode two, After Hours at Capital HQ, and I am super excited. I'm going to try to pump these out once a week. I, I should be able to do that. I don't see why, you know, 
but um because i got plenty of topics um yeah hope everybody enjoys the rest of their week and keeps killing it remember do that one thing this week that's outside of your comfort zone whatever it may be and i promise you whether you fail there's no such thing as failing whether you you know learn your lesson or you um feel embarrassed or you feel like awkward great you're putting you stress on the body because now that's your new comfort zone get it you failed or i keep saying failed and that's such a hard word but you fell flat and is that a good one i don't know if that's any better but um and you got to thank yourself for that you took the chance and that's what we're here for so i will catch you all on the next episode of capital well, after hours at Capital HQ. See ya.